where's the Michael J. Fox section? Yeah. Oh my God! Ooh, Looking for them girls with the big old hoops That drop it down in Daisy Dukes Welcome to this week's episode of Live Dudes, the Live Dudes podcast, sexiest podcast allowed by law. My name is J-Mac, host of the program, along with the beautiful bisexual, busty Miss K. I am here. Thank you for adding in that uh, that beautiful... Um the 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 uh, well that was from the research department. Oh my department. god, I've had too much to drink. She is a point oh eight right I'm now. I'm at point oh eight on the uh, blood alcohol scale. That means I can't drive. Oh. Well, the research department. Uh, Naomi's in the back, by the way. The research department came over and helped uh, my creaky, uh, failing health ass move a, a dresser. Thanks to uh, to him, but he came over and he said, "You need to you need to call her the beautiful." Busty bisexual. I am the three B's. The it just, three B's. It just rolls off the it tongue. It does. We've got a hell of a show. We do. Actually, the show's good. We're going to talk about this cold medicine murder, which is really weird. We're going to talk about uh, an addition to the bunker that you're bringing over. I am bringing an addition. It is the best. You had an encounter at a comic book store, and I went and got my eyeglasses, my, my once a decade eye exam with eyeglasses. So, but before we get to that, we just stumbled upon something on Facebook it's, here. I don't know. Like, I told you, I am offended by this video. Like, I, I'm i offended. Like, my 14-year-old self is crying in my flannel. Like, that, seriously. Well, I had high hopes when we started. I did, too. I thought. Now it's a video, but it's actually the audio, and it's apparently some guy at his computer all right, here I go. Getting come. more hits than we do. <laughs> Which, how does this happen? We're so clever he's and what, talented. He is what would be called a neck beard. And it he says, is a neck beard. Bless him. It says Nirvana cover. And we're thinking to ourselves, well, this dude's going to knock it out of the fucking park. He is going to be like the next Kurt Cobain. But. And he, he's going to sing. Teen Spirit. Teen Spirit, which so, not really anybody can do. Or so you think. Okay. Or so you think. But instead, you get this. Wait for it. <laughs> Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I get the sharpest tool in the shed. God damn it. She was looking kind of down with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. He's going for it. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Bed to the rules when I hit the ground running. Did you make sound something with a full point? You bring this smart, but you had this thumb. So much to do, so much to see, so what's wrong with taking the back street? You'll never know if you don't Wait go. for the chorus. You'll never shine if you don't blow. Hey now, you're oh a rock star. Oh hey my now, god! Play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get it's the show this. on. Get paid in all that glitter's gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. I can't take anymore. No, Can you believe that off. shit? Can you believe well, that he's shit? He's giving it everything, and you're thinking to yourself, he is really gonna go for it with with smells like Teen Spirit, and then no, he fucking sings goddamn Smash Mouth. Well, because sometimes I fucking hate Smash Mouth. Sometimes when you when you see people, they they don't look like they can sing, and then, yeah. Yeah. for instance, Susan Boyle, Susan Boyle, Ronnie yeah. J- Ronnie James Dio does not look like that voice would come out of that little troll. Yeah, I mean, or kind of like looking at uh, Johnny Lang. 
Remember how I told you about him? Josh Groban. Yes. Josh Groban, same thing. You know, this pretty boy, and then he sings, and it's like, wow. That's so, a lot of voice. So we got a 300-pound neck beard at a computer, and, and and we were really, I was starting to get excited. And then I he was started too. Singing, I'm like, this this is the wrong song. This is the wrong fucking song. But it's 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 almost the same, like, Which means that Smash melody. Mouth is just a bunch of fucking, you know, rip-off artists. I think it's a different melody on top of the same beat structure, not to get too technical. But but the chorus the did. chorus is what sells it. That sounds like the fucking chorus. It does. And I fucking hate Smash Mouth. I've heard that the lead singer of Smash Mouth is a dick. I have one. Didn't they only have one album? No. Yeah, I think they're fucking losers. They only had one album. Them and like Sugar Fly or whatever the hell. Remember that that group? Okay. Sugar Ray. That's Sugar it. Ray. Yes. Okay. While we're on the subject of Sugar Ray. Of Nirvana. Okay. Okay. I'm going to play. You want to talk about ripoffs? Nirvana ripoffs. DC fucking talk. Okay. See, you guys always know these these obscure Christian rock references that I have no basis of knowledge for. This, this was like when it came out, we thought it was the coolest thing until we heard Teen Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play it for you. My mom let me listen to actual Teen Spirit, so I didn't have this problem. This is DC Talk. Wait a minute. This is this is not Nirvana. This is DC Talk. Got any comments? Fucking rip off. Wait till it gets going. Wait till it gets going. This was this was high entertainment. to hear anymore how did they get it's, away with this it's legally it's the exact it fucking was, same song it's the exact fucking same song like the worst part about this is and i'm not i'm not trying to sound like a a grunge you know but i the my, look on your face was priceless like my, my teenage years were kind of defined by the emergence of, of of grunge rock i mean it really was and you know Smells Like Teen Spirit and all of those songs on the album were so powerful to Kurt whenever he wrote them. They're clearly... And then this song is like... It's like not powerful. It's like... Because it's not... It's a it's a ripoff. Well, <laughs> well, it was it was a lyric video and it was misspelled. The, 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 the lyrics were misspelled. Divorced I, was... I mean, it's D-E-V-E. just... D-E-V-E. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it's just... It just seems like poor Kurt Cobain is just rolling over in his grave if he has any time. 
You know, it's just like I uh, isn't it isn't that fucking horrible? It's terrible. What a ripoff! Yeah, though. there you go. Well, let's let's move on to something that you're going to add to the Jeez. bunker here. Ah, uh, okay. Are you too flabbergasted to continue? Uh, it's okay. I was pretty flabbergasted, but yeah. I, so- I hope that the audio turns out because that is fucking just. It's, I think it will. It's an indictment of Christian rock music. So. My friend who lives in um, Kentucky was staying with her mom in West Virginia, and they were going to yard sales. And she sends me a picture. And the picture is of what looks to be a decoupaged on wood. It's so fucking awesome. Very large picture of Tom Selleck. And it's it is so fucking shellacked. Awesome. I mean, it's, it's, he's like holding this it was the huge ring up to his face, looking very sexy. And she says, oh, well, I saw this at a yard sale, but I've already left. I'm like, you got to go back. So You've got to go so back. She, so she took a picture of it to so show you. So she took a picture to show me, and I got like, I got kind of aggro. I'm like, you got to go back, Ray. You got to go. Mac, what's this for the bunker? I'm like, you got to go get it. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. You got to go back to that yard sale and get it. Here's the thing. I've never sat through a whole Tom Selleck movie or TV show. No, but I knew. But I do like him. Well, here's the thing. Even He's if very you, likable. Even if you didn't. Like what kind of person has this is not a small picture. No, it's not. This is this is the size of like I mean it's large. It's like one of those kind of those felt Elvis paintings. Yes. It's I mean it's and, like, like yeah. I imagine the person who made this because this obviously was handmade. It was no, homemade. You didn't know but nobody with, bought this. With love. You know. What did they do with this picture of Tom Selleck? I mean, did they put like candles? You know, did they touch themselves. No, we said they're candles? diddling themselves. You know, I mean, what did they do with this picture of Tom Selleck? One of mustache I mean, rod, baby girl. Maybe they did kiss it. Naomi's running amok down here. She is. Maybe they did. <laughs> do you need? Do you need a mic? Do you need a mic, Naomi? Do you need a mic? Do do heathen state? But yeah, so I so she went and she bought it. She said it was $3, so I don't owe her any money. That's $3, well, I think it's going to go right over I there. I think so. I think. Well, I actually think we should hang it underneath the on-the-air sign. On-the-air sign next to the Frank's Nursery and Crafts yes. customer parking. I think that will be under the lampshade so we can see him. <laughs> so uh, be, he'll be like he'll be like the guardian, like, not things like, like the, the our familiar, whatever. Exactly. Tom Selleck will be the, the, the live dude's mascot. Because I just I saw it and I thought of the bunker. I was like, I, I know neither of us are huge Tom Selleck fans, but it's such an oddity that well, I must have it. I mean the voodoo mask or whatever, that's not that I don't know why that's down here. Yeah, we can put it we we can we can rearrange a couple things no, no, and I mean, find it, some place to put it's it. It's like for those of you who have who have not been down to the bunker and we have pretty many listeners at this point, it's kind of a it's a mess. It's but a it's mess. A, it's a lovely mess. But it's a mess of all kinds of memorabilia and things from my past. Adam's past, random show, yeah, things and like, and apparently like, pictures like, of Tom Selleck, like the lesbian love book over there that yes, donated to us by Taylor, the Star Wars uh, Han Solo doll that I got you a couple years ago that only says like three things. Those signs over there that which me and Adam used for "I hope I die fucking." Yeah, that says "hose needed." Various um, bikini calendars, oh, old the bikini calendar from like 2015 because you've never replaced it. Adam would Adam would drink these beer bottles and and he would like want to save the beer bottle. So we've got uh, Adam DNA on these beer bottles. Yes, uh, the chair. We're gonna resurrect him. Still smells vaguely like Adam. You put your breathalyzer on. I it. put my. Br- oh, I did. I I have a breathalyzer so that I don't ever drive drunk because that's bad. Never podcast drunk. Don't but I am late. podcasting drunk. Um. But yeah. So Tom Selleck is gonna go up, and I thought it was perfect. 
perfect, and and J Mac agreed. It's pretty cool. I actually went out of the house a couple times Woo! this week for my decade uh, scheduled eye appointment. How'd that go? And here we go. Here's the thing: when I the Parkinson's meds can be kind of unpredictable, so I was like, I you know I can make it in, and and I'll just be kind of slow and groggy. So I go in. <laughs> To get my eyes checked, and, yep. and and I immediately tell him, "I am not on drugs." Okay, look, dude, I'm not. I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything, but why did you feel the need to tell these people anything? Like, why did you say anything? You made yourself look more suspicious. Well, well, they they, they asked you if you have any medical conditions, neurological, and I was like, "Yeah, I got Parkinson's. I'm one of the lucky That's ones." That's not why you said that. You probably walked in first thing and went, "I don't. I'm not on drugs." I know you. I've known you for. Better than ten years now, okay. So, so I get to. I, yeah, I like how you're just just pushing that under the I, rug, I, I, I get, sweeping it under the rug. I get, to, I get to sweep the sweep it. Well, I, you know, I do make a spectacle myself. <laughs> so, so I get to the back. And I, there's, yes. There's must be a camera back there, but but as, as they leave, I get up and do yoga in the back. You did I'm, not. I'm stretching and doing yoga. So somewhere on the security camera, they're like, look at this fool doing yoga. God, not, they probably thought you were crazy. I didn't lay. I told them I wasn't on drugs. I didn't lay down so on the floor, but I was doing stretching and like, you know, str- you know, doing my leg stretches and and then uh, so so <sighs> really the, the, the eye doctor comes back and she says, you know, she, she's like your eyes are, you know, they haven't changed that much, and uh, she says, I'm gonna dilate your pupils, and I was like, great, now I'm really gonna look like I'm on drugs. Why do you keep? You just incriminate yourself. You like putting yourself on the spot, son. So my late my lady's out in the waiting area, and she's like she's like looking at the glasses and 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 trying to uh, find some for me. And I come out, and I'm like, "Where's the Michael J. Fox section?" You're oh my god! What is wrong with you? That's how I deal with it, Miss K. I know. It's, I mean, I was. I wasn't I wasn't shaking. I was just kind of slow and stiff. But I, I feel like you, it's 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 like Kevin Smith does that with fat jokes. He's like he beats people to the punch. Yeah, but no one. Okay, that's fine in a situation where someone's gonna make fun of you. But ain't nobody in a damn eye doctor's office gonna be like, "You seem strange, sir." <laughs> we, we know. Gonna be like you know that. what the lady so said. Why did you- <laughs> the lady. The, the lady said everybody that comes in here is on drugs. <laughs> what? Where That's did what, you go? Up here at uh, Zumbel. Oh, because I go to uh, Appleman Eye Care over there off off Mexico. It was, I guess, it was like the trailer park. I don't, I don't know. It's just like oh. Well, that's nice. Good. So it was it was an entertaining visit, to say the least. But I like I said, I, I, I always want to make people, I want to make them more uncomfortable than I am. <laughs> oh, I don't think you failed at that. I'm sure yeah. after seeing that video of you stretching your ass muscles what's on his, camera. What's this fool doing? That, that no one could have been more uncomfortable than them. Ben, ben, I was bending over. stretching. No, there's a cam. No, there's a camera. I looked, there's a camera on the ceiling. Are you like excited that someone might be like, oh, that's so hot. Like touching themselves to you doing yoga? No, I was. I, <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was more like you know my bald head, and I was. I was just like it was a moment that I feel like I I need to share myself for the rest of the world. Is that what with, you call and, it? And I get in the car and I told my, my lady, I said, "See, I can still be charming even without my medicine." She she laughed. I don't think charming was the word she was thinking of. I wouldn't call it charming either. I mean, I love you, but. You know, Charming is not quite where I would have taken that. Yeah, she. I, yeah, I was like, do they have any Michael J. Fox models? Jesus. And Christ. it took the lady a minute to get it. She she paused, and then she's like, oh, 
Well, she probably had to think to herself, is it okay to laugh at this? Like, is this something I should do? Will this person sue me? Laugh first. Make the joke before they can. Again, I don't think anybody in the fucking eye doctor's office is going to be like, do you want the Michael J. Fox glasses? But here's I don't think the, anybody was going to do that. But here's the thing. You know the you know the assholes I used to work with? Yeah, but... I, I thought it was humorous. I, it is. I, I, had, I thought it was funny. I had, she didn't think it was funny. I thought it was funny. I had people at the place I used to work say, Look out, J-Max got the shakes. Gonna knock some over. Yeah, but they were assholes. Or like one guy told me, I can't wait till you start twitching and shaking. Again, they were assholes, and this is a doctor's office. Ain't nobody in a doctor's office gonna say that to you. And and, and I had like an old jacket, an old freezer jacket, and it was there was tears on it. And and one of the guys, his last name is Tucker, goes, "Too many sudden movements." Oh God! Again, just those were assholes, and you don't have to worry about them. Anymore. Let's get to your story. Let's so, get to since I've muddied the water enough. You have muddied the water enough. Yeah, we're good to go. Um, so I went to the comic book store. Let me guess, you had an altercation. Of course I did. And there are these two, like there was a man and he looks like he's in his late 40s and his teenage daughter, it looks like. And one, she seemed really like excited to be in there. She was like talking and really loud and kind of had no filter. And let, let she kind of had me, no Let me think filter. if I can think of anybody like that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they're kind of really loud, like just, just talking so loudly you can hear them through the whole store. And this is not a small place. And so I go up to the counter with my stuff and um, the comic book store owner's dog is there, which you have seen this dog and she is super sweet. Yeah, I brought my little boy in there at the comic book store and like he petted. Yeah, it was a sweet, sweet dog. It's like a German Shepherd or a Lab or something. Yeah, and she's super duper sweet. So she's just laying on the floor. Big, peaceful dog. Yeah, minding her own business. I mean, a fly landed on her and she didn't even swat it off. She was like, whatever. She started whining. So (laughs) she... um. They walk, the two weirdos walk past them and the guy, loud as fucking can be, goes, she look, or that dog looks mean. And I looked over because I just cannot control myself. And I was like, no, you can't. Did you say that that dog looks mean? Get the hell out. And and the comic book store owner goes, did you just say my my dog looks mean? So he was a little put off by it. Right. He was put off because she's a sweetheart. and I That dog is not mean. No. And so I walked over to the dog and like, you know, I just put my hand out to her because she's a sweetheart. And she comes over and nuzzles on me and, you know, whines at me, lets me pet her. And then she walks off. And I'm like, and after they left, because they left like two seconds after that, I went, I went, his name's Mike. And I went, Mike, I'm so sorry if I like overstepped my you know, my place as an, as a, as a what, customer. What did he say? Nothing. He laughed. He, he didn't he even, don't care. He didn't care. Cause I mean, he got kind of pissed off. Cause I mean, why would you, even if you thought that, why would you clearly the dog is owned by the comic book store owner who is standing right there clearly. So why would you say that? Like, what? why would you No, He was being dead serious. Would, would that not be the coolest place to work? Oh, I would Can love to think work of at a, a comic cooler book store. place to work than a comic I, book I would store. love to work. I, I if I could make the same amount of money I was making now at a comic uh, book yeah, store, of course you would. Oh, I would Everybody quit in would. a second and be like, Mike, can I work forty hours a week at your comic book store? Can I work every day? Because I, I would love it. I was, I was listening to uh, the Comic Book Men podcast from the AMC show. Yeah. And Walt, the the guy that runs the store, he said he's like, I think I might need to get out of this line of work because the TV show is stressing me out to the point where I don't want to talk to anybody in the comic book store. Oh no. And and like it was like That's terrible. I think I think the problem is not the store. I think it's the show. I mean there's cameras in there. I think they they film like 
I don't know, two to four weeks out of the year. But Walt, the guy, is not he's not a people person. And yet, they if you watch that show, he appears to be very engaged. But he's never like that. And he actually is getting burnt out by working in a comic book store. I'm like, get the fucking cameras out of there. That's dude. what I'd say. I'd say, get, you know what, I don't It'd want... It'd be stressful anywhere you were if there was you know, cameras well, in yeah, your fucking I mean, face. What can you imagine if at my job, having cameras everywhere on top of it, I would just break down and cry in the corner every day. I'd be like, I can't handle this. Well, yeah, and that's... that's well, and also Walt... Hired an autistic guy. Yeah, I heard about that. So he's having issues with. Them. I mean, everybody's got their shit, but it's like, Walt, you hired this guy, and you know, it's kind of your own fault that he's not doing his job, right? Wouldn't you say? Well, yeah. I mean, if you knew in advance that this person was was challenged or whatever, you know, I mean, then you need to deal with those the way that this person's mind works. Well, the, well, I mean, he, autistic he, people aren't stupid. He was yelling. They just think he was, in a different way than other. He people. was yelling at a customer. And oh. Walt, Walt actually on the podcast, and I'm going to get a little off. He actually broke a mic. He got so mad and and yelled at the guy that was yelling at the customers and broke a mic on the show. Oh Jesus! So I guess comic book stores aren't all that stressful. Well, no, I mean but... I have to think that comic relief that can't be. I don't think so. I mean, I, don't... I, I can see like being a girl in a comic book store, guys walking up to you and being hey, like, baby. you know, like fucking trying to hit on you. But I would be able to shut that down. It's not like I've never shut a man down before, so wouldn't be the first time for that. I think all you got to do is put on your mean face and they're not even going to Yeah, ask a lot you. of men are afraid of my mean face. I'm not afraid of your mean face. No, you were never afraid of my mean face. You had no sense I of self-preservation. I don't fuck with you when you're on your, no. <laughs> you have your mean face. Mean face but, on yeah. and it's on. Okay, let's get to this cold medicine murder. This, oh, this is, is really, so, really weird. Is this going to be like a whistling through the graveyard since this woman is dead? Nah, I feel bad doing that. Yeah, this one's a little bit too like, why, why don't you take the lead on this? Because you read more about it than I Okay, did. so apparently this man calls 911 in what I amount is a panic. I think it was, it was North Carolina. Yes, in North Carolina. And he tells the uh, dispatcher, he says, I think I killed my wife. I woke up from some cough medicine. I took too much cough medicine and I there's blood everywhere and there's a knife on the bed and right. she's dead and I think I did it. So he basically says I I did it, but he's trying to blame too much cough medicine. I don't think that's a valid excuse. I mean, is it th- I mean, yeah. Well, like I I had I had four beers. I've had four beers and I strangled my wife. It's not my fault. Well, that's the thing. Like, can you, that wouldn't be admissible in court. I mean, you can't. He's s- going to jail, right? Well, I would think so. I mean, if if they can, let me put it this way: if they can somehow prove by toxicology that he did, in fact, take, you know, this too this much or whatever medicine. But how do you prove that if if it, this is after the fact? You know how how can. No. Well, I, th- I think what the guys, I think what the guys trying to say is he had a bad reaction. But here's the thing, in in the article we read, it sounded like he'd done this numerous times. It, it did. It sounded like sometimes it I was take cough medicine when I can't sleep, which that tells me you've got a, a habit for one. That's not smart. That, that well, that's you know that's self medication, and you know I mean that's especially with I I didn't recognize the type of quote unquote cough medicine that he was using it sounded like prescription I cough did, I didn't recognize it either it may have I mean if it, it has wasn't like, robitussin no it certainly wasn't like nyquil you know so I I don't know I mean if if he you know and like I said how do they prove that he was actually on this cough medicine I will say this um like when I got diagnosed with Parkinson's I am more careful about what medicine I put in my body 
because the, it can interact with it. And and one of the cough medicine, I think all of them say, don't take if you're taking X Y Z Parkinson's meds. And but I'm not saying this guy was on Parkinson's meds, but if he was on another drug. And maybe he's not admitting to that one, and well, then he took I mean. the cough medicine, and it interacted. That could very well. I mean, we we read it like briefly. We briefly skimmed an article where some doctor was saying, "Oh yeah, I can make you do this," but I I don't think I don't think that's an, well. The, I think an the article we excuse. saw you can't get away. Why? Well, wasn't my fault. I was on drugs. Well, yeah, it's like the the one article that you were talking about with the doctor said it can cause hallucinations, and I'm like, well, so can LSD, but that doesn't mean you can go around and kill people on LSD. But it doesn't a part of you feel a little bit bad? The guy seemed like he was like well, fucked I mean, up. He, he called the cop. It right away. Like, I wake. It was like a scene out of like some kind of horror movie where you wake up and you're covered in blood, like a Slayer song or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I feel bad for him if he legitimately took this cough medicine and had like the worst trip of his life and thought that his wife was like a a clown from it, you know, and he killed her or the clown, whatever. I mean, I do feel kind of sorry for him. And he didn't say anything like that. He didn't he say just he said was he having woke a trip. Up and she was dead. He woke up and she was dead. He didn't say I had a bad trip. He just said I woke up, she's dead. There's blood everywhere, and there's a knife on the bed. And I, I don't, I don't buy it. I mean, he pro- he's making stories up uh, to cover up the fact that he killed his wife and probably some fucking rage or something. I don't know. There's a Slayer song called When the Stillness Comes, and it's about waking up in a room full of dead bodies and realizing you killed everybody. What? Yeah, I think maybe, maybe he was listening to Slayer before he... Don't blame Slayer for this fucker's I lack know. of choices. Okay, we got some articles here. We're going to get to them real quick. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I I didn't have a too exciting week other than work was stressful. Okay, this one came across the desk. Pilot Rock City Council looks to ODFW, whatever that is, for turkey solutions. That's Look at those. Turkeys are cute. Thanksgiving may be on the holiday horizon, but in Pilot Rock, an unwelcome abundance of turkeys is more foul than festive. See the play on words there? Yeah, I saw that. After residents complained of ruined gardens and ubiquitous turkey scat poop, the birds are accused of covering a pickup truck with their nightly (gasps) droppings. The Pilot Rock City Council has decided to call in the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife to lay out options for dealing with wild turkeys. Did did the research department send us this no, article? No, I found this one. Oh, okay. I love wildlife, but this is getting to the point where it's just ridiculous, Marianne Lowe told the council during Tuesday night's meeting. Lowe said she put loads of work into landscaping her mother's front yard only to see it destroyed by the birds. Nothing is left, she said. They dust bathe in the soil. They eat whatever is there. By most estimates, the total flock in Pilot Rock numbers between 50 and 70 Holy turkeys. Shit. That's a lot of turkeys. But the group splinters when they hit town, so they're like mobbing the town. <laughs> it's like a turkey mob. That should be the name of the episode, Turkey Mob. <laughs> <laughs> Might be. Counselor Bob Denno said there are 15 that hang out in a tree on his property. Lowe said she once counted 68 birds in Shoot her mother's them! yard. Shoot them! Shoot them! Get rid of them. The council suggested a few clever solutions for ousting the birds, including a spay and neuter program. I say use a gun. Use a gun and shoot them. It's his counselors also debate what gauge of shotgun would be best to kill. You know know how you live in a small town when you're worried about turkey shitting all over your car? (laughs) Right? I mean, in in Missouri, if even if it's not the designated season, if an animal is considered a nuisance, like it is destroying your property, you can kill it. These birds are clearly a nuisance. They should be shot and eaten. I mean, that, that, what a, I mean, they're just destroying things. There's too many of them. Do you get turkeys out where you live? Oh, sure. 
not in like my yard, but I mean, they're around. I've seen turkeys. It seems like they wouldn't be that hard to get rid of. No, then they're stupid. They're stupid. They're so dumb. They drown. Yeah, they're dumb birds. They okay, are dumb. we got two more. Good, two more articles here. Okay. The research department said he's not into poop. I beg he, to differ. He said he did. He sent us another. Oh my god! New York Post woman ends Tinder date stuck in window trying to grab her own poop. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Naomi, Naomi's gonna leave. Thought your first date was crap? This Tinder hookup ended with a woman being pried off a window after she got stuck trying to grab her poop. (laughs) On Tuesday, Liam Smith launched a GoFundMe campaign to replace his $357 window after firefighters had to destroy it to save his feces-flinging Tinderella. I like that word. I do like that. That's very clever. It all started when Smith took his date to Nando's, a Portuguese restaurant. Well, I like Nando's. Nando's. Well, that's probably why she got the shits. It is really good, though. Afterwards, he took her back to his apartment, hoping to fuck her, where they Netflixed and chilled. They fucked. But when his date got up and went to the bathroom, she returned in a panic. This sounds like a Ben Stiller movie, doesn't it? Does. It does. I went for a poo in your toilet, she told me, Smith wrote in his GoFundMe campaign site. But when the toilet wouldn't flush, she lost her head a little. I reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped it in a tissue paper, and threw it out the window. Oh, my God. Couldn't she just walk out and admit to this dude that she clogged the toilet with her shit? This is in the UK. Ugh, really? Unfortunately, her poop didn't make it out the window at all due to a design quirk. The bundle instead fell inside the wide gap between the window's two panes. Gross! <laughs> with the night already ruined, the pair went into the bathroom to try to solve the crappy problem. The window the window's open from the top, so Smith's date, an amateur gymnast, oh, Got a boost from Smith, then went upside down into the gap from above, grasping for her turf. <laughs> oh my god! It gets better and better! I think grasping for a turd is gonna be the name of Just take Grasping it. for a turd, I think. Grasping for her turd. Her number two <laughs> rescue mission was a success. She handed the bundle back to Smith. Got it! Me. But when she asked him to pull her back in, he couldn't. After Shit. trying for 15 minutes, Smith called the fire department. She was rescued after an additional 15 minutes, but the firefighters had to destroy the window in the process. Is that her? Uh, yes, I assume oh that is her. Oh my fucking God. Here's the thing. For all this, and this is a very odd set of circumstances. One, research department. Odd, what is with the poop stories? Seriously, You're going to get viruses on your... Stop looking at these news sites. And, and two... What the fuck is this guy doing with a fucking GoFundMe page? Just pay for your goddamn window, you cheapskate. Well, but here's the thing. He knows he's going to get a lot of traction with that shit. Well, yeah, but you don't... I, yeah, I'm i so sick of seeing those fucking GoFundMe pages where people are like, just give me money. Fuck you, dude. I work hard for my money. Go get a job. I mean, people start those for everything. Anything. Anything. Didn't your sister start one? For herself. For herself. I mean, fuck what, that noise. What did she want? Oh, yeah. My just si- give me a minivan. One of my sister-in-laws started just a GoFundMe page minivan. for a minivan. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. If you can't pay your medical bills, that's a shame. And I, I can understand looking for money a little bit for that. Or like if you can't afford to give your get your pet to the vet. That's expensive. I get that. But you just fucking want to fix your window that your goddamn Tinder date put a turd in between? Well, fuck your, you. I'm not giving you shit. Your Tinderella. Your Tinderella. Now, do you think they got a second date or do you think that was it? 
You know what? To Part be, of me thinks it's a bonding experience. You that's go, what I, I was going to say. We got to keep this thing going. You want to know something? I, I want to see what happens next. Exactly. You want to know something? If this sure. happened to me, say that I was with a girl and she somehow threw Poop. her turd between a set of windows and we got it out <laughs> and we had to call a cop, you know, the and fire she department. she was stuck. And she is stuck. If all of this happened to me, one, I would never stop laughing. Like, I, I would probably still be laughing when the fire department got there. I would never stop laughing. I feel that's a keeper. And I would actually probably ask for a second date. Like, you got to come back, girl. I mean, at this least, was so le- unique. At least one more, right? At least one more date. Because, I mean, if we've already Netflixed and chilled, that means I've already, you know, I've already gotten to home I, base. I, I diddled your pooty poo. Exactly. And so that 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 is, hurdle is covered. But... There are if this is what this girl does on a regular basis, if this is this girl's thinking process, what other amazing ideas are going through her head? <laughs> well well, here's the thing. You're on a date and you flush the toilet and it starts to overflow turds. What's your first move? Uh look for the plunger. Well, what if there isn't one? Go out to my date and be like, Look, the toilet has flooded. I'm really super sorry. My shit is on your floor. I would be like, I, I had a bowel movement and uh Put I, it in the trash can. Wouldn't you just put it in the trash can? Or put it in the trash can and then be like, Look, I need to take this outside. I'm really sorry. Uh do you have a plunger? Can I call a plumber? Something. You know, you know what I do? I just leave. <laughs> Fuck you. I just leave. Fuck you. Gotta go. Yeah. No, too late. <laughs> And then hey, you hear the tire, and you hear the tire squealing, <laughs> and, hear, and see the person like shaking their fist at you as you like drive down the street. I'm sorry, I didn't mean for the end this way. <laughs> Thank you for the sex. Yeah. It was great, best sex of my life. Okay, oh, you know what's kind of strange about that though? What the whole thing? Well, other than the whole thing. They apparently Netflixed and chilled, and then she had a bowel movement. Well, she had the Puerto Rican food was was going through her. <laughs> like, or like Portuguese think, was Portuguese, Portuguese, right? Do you th- yeah? Do you think that the do you think the sex like prompted the bowel movement? Maybe they were maybe they're doing it in the butt. Maybe they're doing anal Ew, sex. Shut up! I'm got, just saying. Got the dookie shoot all loosened up. She's like, Ew. I'll be right back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> Adam, we'd like to dedicate this uh, this episode to you. Yeah, give me a goddamn. goddamn. There we go. Okay, we got one more article. This I'm, I thought of Adam when I saw this article, too. Well, now we've already thought of Adam. This I discovered on my own. Denver nurses suspended for opening body bag to admire fans. <laughs> no wonder you kept this one secret. This is the Denver Post. True story. Five nurses. Five. Five of them? Nurses at Denver Health Medical Center were suspended for three weeks after they inappropriately viewed a deceased patient's body and talked about it. <laughs> they told people? You know they do this shit. Oh, my God. Look at the dick on this guy. I mean, clearly. A tip to Denver 7 said the nurses disciplined admired the size of the of the deceased patient's genitals and at one point opened a body <gasps> bag to view parts of the body. A hospital spokesman confirmed details of it. Why would you fuck? No, it never didn't happen. No. That's what I said. I didn't do it. I didn't. You can't prove a thing. I didn't see anything. A different nurse heard one of the disciplined nurses make a comment in May that the nurse felt was inappropriate and reported it to the hospital staff. Well, good for her. I I don't know. 
Multiple staff members viewed the victim while he was incapacitated. He's dead! <laughs> this, this should be whistling through the graveyard. He's dead! Including after he was deceased, Denver police say. The complaint risk management for Denver Health made a mandatory report. The report said the incidents occurred between March 31st and April 3rd, 2017. They did it more than once? But weren't reported oh, to They May kept 8th. looking at this man's four cock! Days. They looked at this dead man's cock for days. I, I, I have I have nothing more to add. That's that's the article. I'm just. But they looked at this dead man's dick. But isn't there a part of you if you're that guy that died? If if he was if his say his spirit was floating in there, he's like, yep, yep, that's me. Is that is that how you want to go? You want to have somebody open your body bag and be like, look at uh, that guy's dick. I don't know that my my girth is that uh, impressive. But I wouldn't want him laughing at it because it was little. Ugh. That's where I would. That's where I would draw the so, line. So I mean, literally, like, imagine there's like these five women in different days. So like one or two ladies. So go they in kept them in day. cold storage. They you kept them in cold storage. Yeah, like, it must have been like that. They must literally walked up to some random other nurse and been like, "Hey, you want to come see this dead guy's <laughs> dick?" Think, think it. Think it was still stiff. <sighs> it's still stiff. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck yeah. you, J-Mac. Yeah, here's Adam. I'm Buck and I come to fuck. That's what Adam Oh, my say. God. That's a, oh. that's a Kill Bill line, isn't that, it? Yes. Except this this incident would never happen to Adam. This is fucking horrific. It's terrible. You know, uh, a guy that's been on the show before, Mr. Sinclair, he said that he worked at a... He was doing some work at a morgue, not the morgue work, but other work. And he said that, that it was not uncommon... He saw guys lift up the sheets and grab the titties of the <gasps> of the, the corpses. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Why the fuck would you even do that? They're dead. I agree. What the fuck is the but matter? But I think people? in a hospital you get you get desensitized to death, and if it's yeah, a, but you don't go. Hey, dude. If it's a huge, if cock? it's a huge, I would look. I would not. Must have been fucking massive. I don't care. He's dead, dead. and have some. Have some respect for a dead person. He's dead. Pour out one from a homie. Oh, Jesus Christ. For live dudes, I'm J-Mac. I'm Miss K. Saying if you need a deep, dead dick cocking. <laughs> then just come a-knocking. I've been really trying, baby. Trying to hold back this feeling for so long. And if you feel like I feel. How many goddamn times have I tried to record sound check only to have the the mixer not plugged in? I don't know. A couple times. See, see, More energy now. See, I'm telling you, Adam Adam always did this shit, so I'm completely lost. It's my equipment, but I, I'm not used to having to plug it all in. And even, what, a year and a half later? I was going to say, it's been about a year and a half I'm now. I'm just like, where's the on switch? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm coming to find out I took him for granted. Just now? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, specifically now, but there's times where I'm like, where when? I know, like, I, I know I need him, but I think I can fly by myself sometimes down here, and then it's just not. Oh, uh, it's going to be really special down here soon. Yeah, we got, ooh, yeah. Sh- yeah, we're gonna yeah. Have to, oh, we're going to have to talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah.